man. I'm I'm breathing. I live in a great country. I got nothing to complain about. That's right. I like it. And again, I like the background, the Batman back there. Well, yeah, yeah, it's one of my uh, lot of history for that thing there. Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. I love it, man. And I already love your energy, dude. Last time I had you on, it was the same. I think you, you chugged a Red Bull or some some pre workout or something first. I like, wish, yeah. up, man? Like, I wish I could say that. Then I'd get sponsored. Um, man, I mean, like everybody else, right? I, I, you know, usually people don't see me when I'm in my downs down phase. But generally speaking, you know, I I got nothing to be miserable about. You know. Yeah. Fuck. And I live in the best country in the world. That's true, man. And so before we go into that too much, I guess, how was your 4th of July, man? How was your Independence Day week? What's up? Um, pretty, pretty quiet. You know, yeah. I'm a, I have an idea in my head of what my 4th should look like. And for me, a 4th of July is drinking coffee with, like, somebody I'm going to grow old with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At a park, watching a bunch of people, light fireworks, and just fucking hang, hang out and just be next to that person. So all I did this year was I just, you know, I was walking around there's a park by my place, and I'm looking at people barbecuing and letting out fireworks and and I'm just appreciating the fact that last year we couldn't do this, yeah. right? Had the fucking world shut down. So it was just nice to see kids lighting fireworks, no fingers were blown off that I saw, you know, and just families, right? Families yeah. together. God, it was, I couldn't believe how much it impacted me emotionally. I was like, and it has seemed, it seemed like just everybody's happy. And I just wondered, do you fucking people understand how, how good this is right now? You don't have anybody coming in and fucking handcuffing you and telling you to stop like other yeah. countries. Like, fuck. Anyways, it was, it was okay. <laughs> to come full circle, it was okay. Yeah, how was yours? Uh, it was good, man. Pretty much the same. It's kind of funny how your perspective and priorities shift over the years as you become older. Yeah. Because uh, when I was younger, man, I was you know I've always been very outgoing. I'm a natural extrovert, right? Uh, and I always needed to be around my friends. Oh, wanted to, needed to. You know what I mean? I wanted to be in the crowd. What were we doing? Blah blah. blah when I was younger. Um, but this year it was kind of much like yours where I sent a few messages out to some friends like, Hey, what are you doing? What's going on? Right. Blah, blah, blah. But it was kind of like, Hey, if, if I end up chilling at home solo, I'm good with that. Yeah. I read yeah. some Dak Carr. I finished off his first book. It's a criminal list. I finished. Yeah. Is that, that was the first one, right? The first one. Yep. Awesome. Right. I loved it. Um, wow. it started to be honest, it started a little slow. So it's kind of like, man, I don't know if I'm going to get into this dude. But right. I loved it as soon as he got to uh, Af Africa or Australia? Africa. Africa. Um, then I was like, dope, dude. And then, like, chapter two or section two, when it flipped and he went back to operating, I was like, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Great book. Yeah. I'll be starting his second one tomorrow. I've already got it. So Yeah, true believer, I'm going to tell you, like, people, obviously, I'm uh... – I am. I would go so far to say, if somebody's watching this, I am. I am obsessive when it comes to Jack Carr. Like I just. So have you met him? Have you met him and seen that he's actually a solid cat, like yeah. a really solid individual? Yeah. Um, it made the works, the books, that much more interesting. You know, you. I have a lot of people who read a lot, right? Like you're a smart motherfucker. You read a lot. So when I read them, I'm just like, 
when it gets to the technical parts, because if you're a if you're a tech gear or a gear guy, man, you're gonna love his shit. And for me, I'm like, okay, it's a gun, and I just move on, right? Right. You know, obviously, some of the blade work with uh with half ace blades, I get a little excited about because yeah, that's knife companies run. But the emotion, like, I'm gonna give you. If you haven't read the book, just read the book and whatever. But the part where he goes to see his mom. And she sits there and she says, she reads from Gideon's. And she talks about the fact that, you know, um, the way to, to, to see whether your team, what kind of teammates you have is after they've been walking, let them see the water. And the ones that run to the water and just go and drink up all the water are not the ones that you can trust. The ones that walk yep. and take your time, take a sip and look around. And just the fact that, his mother, man, his books make me cry all the fucking time. And so I Right? Like I texted you the other day. I think just yesterday. I was like, man, I haven't cried from a book in a minute, dude. And I cried a few different times. Well, let me just tell you this right now. The next, the the Savage, or sorry, uh, True Believer is pretty emotional. For me, it was. Savage Son fucked me. It was a, a such yeah. an amazing story. And then the last one that he's got uh, right now is, um, um, Jesus Christ, it's, I'm looking right at it. Uh, Devil's Hand. Okay. And, it's it's he was writing it pre-COVID about using uh, biological viruses mm -hmm. as a weapon. Yeah. So, man, that last one's more like a fucking how-to book. Like seriously, it was pre. Yeah. And That's then what's I was scary about it. But his uh, his new one is coming out next year, and it's I don't know. Anyways, and the series the series comes out next year with Chris Pratt. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. So I'm, I, I, I don't know. I know we've talked about it a little bit, but I'm a huge fan of, like, I'm obsessed with Vince Flynn yep. and uh, Brad Thor. And then Ben yep. Coops is another yep. one. Yep. Vince Flynn passed, but I started reading him over a decade ago on my first deployment. All of his rap novels, all the Brad Thor novels, all the yep. Julian Space novels. Yeah. So when he, dude, I, I had to send it to you. I was on staff duty when I read it. When he made that remark about uh, kind of making fun of Reese, and yeah, he was like, well, if you were better, you'd be like a mid draft. That's uh, right, yeah. Uh, Harvard, Harvard. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, dude! Yeah. I was so nerding out over that. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he puts Brad Thor in every book in some way, shape, or form, or mid draft. And and to be honest with you, I, again, if you don't, if you know this, just bear with me. He said he doesn't know, but Brad Thor was the one who got him. That's cool. In like basically, he he said, oh, yeah. "I'm going to open the door, and it's up yeah. to you if you if you if you seal it or not." And uh, and that's another thing I like about Jack Cars. You know, he doesn't forget anything. He knows who was there in the beginning. Yeah, you know. So, anyways, yeah. it's I, great. I, and then another great one is um, that I started a few years back is Ben Coos. Ben Coos, C O E S. Yep, he's great too. I love his character. I have is great too. Nice. So if you guys watch it, have it. If you like Jack Carr, man, yeah. Vince Flynn, Brad Thor, Ben Coos, all those guys. Are, Vince Flynn has passed on. Right. Uh, but right. somebody else, I forget the guy's name offhand, so I don't want to try to screw it up. But right. he's been writing the last few books in the Midtrap character. Right. Uh, but, I mean, there's like 20 of those books. Yeah. Midtrap's been around a minute, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. they are so good, man, and they are. They're well written. They And the guys really respect that culture, what they're doing. Yeah. So it's not, yeah. they're not just – you know, filling something in. If they don't know it, they get the research from the right source. So, right. and you know, you can tell the difference though from somebody who kind of went and got some answers <laughs> when, when uh, you saw when Jack was talking about tactical actions and behavior. Yeah.
but like, you know, any guy who has never served like myself or, or anybody who's like, I wonder what it's like. You read one of these books, holy fuck. Yeah. Wow, this must be what it's like. Because again, most of his stuff is, you know, it's not about him, but the emotions, these are his words, not mine. The emotions of how he handled scenarios that were similar in the book are in those words. So you're just like, holy fuck, wow, this yeah. is wow. wow. That's all he has, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, it was really good. I'm glad I got, you turned me on to it. Great book, man. I'm looking forward to more of them. So we'll talk about a few things tonight. Let's start with the um, Joe Navarro. Uh, it's kind of shifting gears a little bit. Have you yeah. heard of Joe Navarro? Do you know who I'm I have not. About? No. Okay. So I've been geeking out on this guy for years too. Um, he's an ex FBI profiler, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a great one to start with what everybody is saying. Uh, and the 10 commandments that we're going to go over of his are straight from this book. Right. Um, and, and you'll grasp all of these, man. You already do probably all of them um, without even knowing it. And a lot of people do. It's a lot of it is human nature. Um, and what's great about this stuff is once you get the science behind it, you're like, shit, I've been doing that for years. Right. Now I know why and how behind it, it allows you to kind of pay attention to your own senses more. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Rather than block those out because denial is such a huge file folder that we have. It's like, oh, no, that noise, not somebody breaking in. Or, oh, no, that's not blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, no, that's not. Right. Where That's denial when your body is telling you, yeah. hey, man, something's yeah. up. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, and, and yeah. we tune those out. Uh, what's up, Charlie? So there's a lot of real, real cool stuff, and, and I could geek out. Of, I'm a huge nerd for situational awareness stuff. Um, I taught it in the Army, the Advanced Situational Awareness Program. Right. It started in the Marine Corps under the Combat Hunter Program and has evolved from there. But um, I think they're really important, man, for no matter whether you're on deployment or just a total civilian, do this just out by yourself having coffee or with your family, especially if you yeah. have a wife and kids with you or you're a mom with kids. Yeah. These are yeah. critical. Yeah. No. Yeah. And you can never know too much. No. I think that that's something that, you know, people need to wake up to. Yeah. No who you are, you're going to, you're going to need reminders on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. You're just, you're yeah. going to need to. Yeah. So engaging in books and, 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 live videos or whatever podcasts as constantly having it in your brain. So you don't fuck up because mm -hmm. um, nobody, nobody's uh, fucking immortal. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody's yeah. susceptible to violence. And these are skills just like anything else, like shooting, like Krav Maga, like working out. They're tangible yeah. skills. You stop doing it. You lose them. What's up, Chuck? But at the same time, you're good. But at the same time, the more that you practice them, the more natural they become, and you're not even thinking about it anymore. Yeah. Like, I do so much of this shit without even thinking about it now. That right. it's, it's very cool. So the first one, we'll go with uh, Commandment 1. Um, I'm assuming down the barrel is talking to you. What's yeah, up? man. Yeah, that's my boy right there. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. So uh, actually, before we do the first commandment, there's an algorithm that we would use, um, or just an acronym that you can remember. It's, it's the BAD algorithm. So baseline plus anomalies equals decision. B plus A equals D. Right. Right? Okay. Yeah. And so your baseline, again, this isn't to insult anybody's intelligence, but your baseline, human beings have a baseline, environments have a baseline. Right. Anything and everything has a baseline, and that's just kind of the normal, where it's steady. Yep. 
Yeah. Just like your first day of school, um, freshman year in high school, you're going in like wide eyed, like what's the, you're trying to get a baseline going on. Like, what can I expect? What's going on? Where's the traffic? Right. The locker team? How's this teacher? How's that teacher? Right. Your new job, all that stuff. That's what you're yeah. doing is you're trying to establish the baseline. Yeah. Of what the normal is. So yeah. once we have the baseline, then we can actively search for our anomalies. Right. Anomaly is kind of a big word, but all that is is something different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Your anomalies are either going to fall above or below the baseline. Or baseline. Right. Yeah. So that's just something that's meaning um, if it's above the baseline, hey, that's something that's there that shouldn't be. Right. If it's falling below the baseline, that's something that's not there that should be. Should be. Yeah. So yeah. a good example of above the baseline is, you know, you go into work, whatever, um, like normal. And typically, say when you show up, half the parking lot's full because you're on the first shift. But now right. you pull in the same time as normal, and the parking lot's packed, and there's even overflow parking. Right. That's just, that's an anomaly. It doesn't necessarily mean anything, but yeah. that tells you something's off in the baseline. Right. And right. below the baseline is think of every crime drama you've seen. When the bad guys, you know, kids or whoever figures out who their suspect is, mm -hmm. they go to the store looking for, hey, we need to talk to Joe the janitor right now. He's a suspect. Oh, right. it's really weird. He's not here today. Right. An anomaly below the baseline. Right. It's right. not there right. it should be. That's a good analogy. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. And so I appreciate that. Thank you. Those are just simple anomalies. So once we get two to three anomalies, once we get multiple anomalies, that's yeah. when we make a decision. Right. Obviously, it's varied if you're on deployment, which this is geared for that. But so in the civilian world, for our purposes of being a normal civilization here, right. two or three anomalies and something's going wrong or you're sensing something, yeah. time to leave. It's time yeah. to gather up your kids, your wife, your people, your friends, whoever, and just go. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. um, so my, my guy's a fucking asshole. That's I awesome. Love him. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to remember that one. I'm remembering that. Oh, That's perfect. Gosh. Blow the baseline, uh -oh. get my wife, my bank card, and there's something not there that should be. That should be the baseline, though. You should be used to that. Her spinning all of that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Sorry. That was that was good. No, man. I like it. Um, and if y'all have questions, if I use any verbiage, terminology that doesn't make sense, or you think I sound like a full of shit, hey, chime in. Let us know. This is going to be yeah. Q&A at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what the hell is I going to say? <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of in my head, what I do for anomalies, um, and, and like I said, I just try to be open with all of your senses. We'll, we'll use that in the commandment one, but absorb everything using all of your senses. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and now when, when I have something that kind of dings, it doesn't sound right. Yeah. It's a huge, big green front yard of a house. Right. And you know, those little kind of wire flags with the plastic, or the, the metal flags that engineers will kind of put out for things. Yep. Uh, I picture kind of like red flags popping up in a green yard. Yep. I hear something that's just like, well, yep. or if yep. I'm talking to somebody, right, and they're just talking on about something and they contradict themselves, I'm huge on catching contradictions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean bigger ones. I don't mean just in casual conversation, but like if somebody – is all about how they support animal rights. They support right. this. Killing animals is wrong. Blah blah blah. Right. And then, 
you hear them the next day talking about a hunting trip that they went on yeah. the first time of their yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, I see those as kind of like this red flag that pops up in this huge yard, yeah. and then you know, kind of the more flags that pop up, you're identifying that something's going wrong. Whether you figured out exactly what's wrong yet, yeah, it may, it may take more time, but. Now you're sensing these things. You're picking up these anomalies, these contradictions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, and I have to say this because we're talking about uh, situational awareness and before we go any further. So this morning, literally this morning, seven, eight o'clock this morning, I'm walking around the park. I do it every fucking day. And these two dudes come up and one guy's got fucking a black eye and, you know, they've, they've been drinking. Yeah. Seven o'clock in the afternoon. And these two motherfuckers, like, I take my headphones out, and I'm looking at them, talking to them, and it's, and it's not that they were violent. I don't, I didn't feel like they were violent, uh, but obviously they were capable of violence. Right. And they're like, well, where's the bus stop? And I'm like, there's one right there. Now, this is my situation. This is not bad on me. Like, I'm paying, I want to make sure we're clear. This is how I fucked up many, many times in what I'm telling you. So I got two guys lined up. I got 12 and a, and a, a 1030, basically, right? He's fucking right there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's over there. And they're talking about, well, what about over there? I'm like, no. And can you look it up for us? Bus thing. Fuck. So I take a couple of steps back and, I, <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, yeah, you know what? There's no fucking bus that goes in the, in the south direction. Yeah. Oh, okay, bro. That's okay. No problem. Well, son of a bitch, if right across the street, not fucking 30 feet from me, there was another bus stop. And these are, and so what am I doing? I'm walking away as these guys go. They walk right past the fucking bus stop. Yeah. So, you know, like the the reason I'm saying that is, is here I am, Mr. Kramaga guy. I'm supposed to be fucking knowing all this stuff, and I did so many stupid things when I should have just been like, oh man, no, I don't, I don't know anything. I'm new here. Like I always do. Oh no, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm brand new here. Sorry, bro. Gotta go. See ya. And I just got caught up into the dialogue, and from the dialogue, like. If they wanted to do something, it would have been a shit show. Like, I would have had to fucking start knocking teeth out because yeah. I fucked up so many times well, with the of my distance. So, I'm very critical of myself, too. So, I appreciate your perspective of how much you, you screwed up. But, yeah. I'll tell you my quick read of that just from the scenario you explained to me. Um, you may feel like you made some mistakes, but I think what we both know they were feeling you out the same as you were feeling them out. Right. They were seeing, hey, is this chunk going to be a soft target or a hard target? Right. That's what they're feeling out. So I think by minimally engaging them, kind of yeah. like saying, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll play with you guys a little bit. You yeah. Know, I'll engage a little bit, but not too much. And you even said, like, fuck, when I pulled out my phone, took a couple steps back, created yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. doing – you were both sizing each other up. Right, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And you yeah, still yeah. clearly established that you were not somebody to be messed with. Right. That's why they moved on. Right, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you played it well. If you would have said, oh, no, guys, sorry, I, I don't know nothing, then you're going to become more inviting to them possibly because now they're like, all right, punk. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll yeah, see. Yeah. And then yeah. they may fall back and follow you and create more problems because it's yeah. – yeah. punks like that do that shit for their own entertainment. That's what they do. Well, it's schoolyard rules, right? Yeah. Right? So I think that you played it well. By not getting in a physical altercation right there, you won. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think that you played it well, and you yeah. knew what was going on the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
but it was, uh, thankfully, thankfully the guy with the fucking black eye was like, it was new black eyes. So they just tossed tussled earlier in the evening. Um, so, and, 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 you know, and the profiling, like, I'll be honest with you, yeah. let's fucking real two dudes. And now keep in mind, I don't give a shit if you're black, white, green, blue, native fucking turquoise. It doesn't matter. Two dudes coming up and they're not solid. Like, You'd have to be a fucking grandmother for me to, and even them. I don't. I've watched enough movies of them grandmothers. They fucking stab the shit out of you. So, when two people come up out of nowhere and they're asking you shit, dude, it's fucking. It's, it's everything's going off because the truth is, is nowadays everybody has a phone, so mm -hmm. everybody should be able to Google their shit if they want to. Very the the old days of hey man, I'm really lost. Where the fuck am I? Like those those days are gone. So if yeah. you're asking me questions and there's a strong chance that there's something about your, my anomaly is either you don't have a phone. Why don't you have a phone? You don't have a fucking smartphone. Why don't you have a smartphone? Right? Like whether it's economic or not, you can, you know, at con at, is it economics? Is that the word I'm looking for? Whether it's poor <laughs> or not, like at the end of the day, I see fucking bums with fucking Apple phones. So don't, don't tell me you can't afford them. Yeah. I don't know. There's just too many things. Hey, moving on. Sorry to cut. Wait, we got. No, you're good, man. So, question real quick. If you want to uh, chime in for this first, what's the best advice you can give me as a grandparent that takes my granddaughter out and about? Uh, any advice towards it? If there's an incident where I would have to defend myself, child will be two. Yeah. Good question. Uh, honestly, I would say just listen to your guide on that. If there's something about people, like a group of people, and you're just not feeling right, then exit stage right and go a different direction. Do whatever you can to make sure that you don't have an opportunity for engagement with anybody. Because at the end of the day, what are you going to do? You can't really be fucking front kicking the ninja, ninja star people with a kid, right? Grandchild there. So Yeah, I, I think the best uh, you could do is the homework before you go anywhere, this and that. Know where you're going, um, the better times to be there. Um, again, like, like Marcus was just talking about Google phone, you can check. Yeah. I don't know if Yelp is only for food reviews, but you can check reviews on parts, know your yeah. parts, know the entrances and exits. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't have to be paranoid about it. Now this, people would ask me this in class a lot. Like, are you saying I need to be like paranoid and hypervigilant? No. But, uh, even Marcus, like you had said before, um, you'll almost give that false reading of just once in a while, like. Yeah, look up from your phone. We'll come yeah. back to phones in a minute. The good and evil of that. But yeah. if you're on this, look up, look yeah. around a little bit. Yeah. Go back to what you're doing. If you're watching yeah. your granddaughter, obviously your attention's on her. You're watching yeah. her for a minute, and then you clearly kind of make a show that yeah. hey, I'm looking around my yeah. environment. Yeah. You know, I'm paying attention to what's going on around me because, like the two guys that came up to markets earlier, yeah, these thugs, punks, criminals, they are looking for easy targets to break. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want anybody that can fight back or put up a fight against them. They don't. Yeah. So yeah. if they see that even though you may be elderly or a woman or, or whatever, um, yeah. if they see that, then it's like, dude, this, this old broad's paying attention. We don't want to mess with her. And also, you know, if you're in an area where there's no people and people are around you and you're not feeling right, pick up that child and go to a place where there is yeah. a lot of people, right? Like, yeah. go, go walk into the park and sit there and be like, Hey, my little grandchild is going to go play with your kid. And all of a sudden now you're, 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 you're not worth the headaches because, and, or they'll definitely, why are you following us into where there's a crowd of people? Yeah. Either way, it's a win. Numbers is great too. That's great. If you can do like play dates with yeah. other people from the yeah. daycare, whatever, people that you know, 
have more people with you that, that you trust. Um, so those would be my tips right off the bat, really. Yeah. Know where you're going. Um, you can alter your routine if possible, um, you know, but mostly I would see beforehand. And just pay attention. Oh, but to, to close loop on the hypervigilant, you don't have to be hypervigilant because you're going to burn out if you're doing that. Yeah, yeah you can't. Plain and simple. So yeah. don't be paranoid. That's not what any of this is about. So you should be prepared. Just uh, okay. So go right into commandment one: is be a competent observer of your environment. There you go. That's literally commandment number one. Is it? Um, and then I'll read this because it's much more poetic than I could spew out of my fat mouth. So, just as careful listening is critical to understanding our verbal pronouncements, so careful observation is critical to comprehending our body language. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Have we missed any? Have you been keeping up here? Have we missed any questions? No, I'm, shit, I haven't. Even uh, Chuck, I have not read Blink yet, but I wrote it down. Um, Blink is that by uh, is that by uh, the same guy who did the Tipping Point? I think it is. I think it's the same guy that did the Tipping Point. And wait a minute, I think I saw my nieces on here. Ha! <laughs> said hi, <laughs> uncle. Hi, baby. Uh, Say hi to your mom and dad for me. <laughs> sorry, sorry, brother. I'm fucking. Uh, and I. Don't I'm guessing that was I don't have self awareness, but would like oh. advice from your perspective. Yeah, we're get, we're getting into that right now. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, standing tall, tall, yeah, tall and confident. You're the body language that you project. Yeah. yeah. If you project confidence and carry yourself like you know what you're doing, again, coming back to those two punks that were were sizing you up, I yeah. guarantee you they could sense from your body language <laughs> that you weren't one to be messed with. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. Yep. And then um, and you don't have to, it's not like you're faking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Be some kind of ninja. You're not, but, but being, being aware, mm -hmm. aware and meaning that they know that you know, that they know that you're, you're yeah. off to them. That, yeah. take, that takes the element of surprise away, which is 90% yeah. of what they do. That's how they flank you. Yep. Yeah. Right. And, so, and they're going to do test runs too. Like we won't get into it, but another um, big part of it is the seven step terrorist planning cycle. Bad, and it's for bad guys, not just terrorists, but bad guys, thugs. They all do the same crap. They're going to do rehearsals. They're, they're doing broad target selection, just like with you. You were broad target. Do we want to mess with him, him, him? Nope, not that guy. Okay, let's move on. Let's yep. go on to another one. And then they found their specific target. They're going to do rehearsals. They're going to come at you. They're testing the waters. Yeah. To see. So it's going to, all those things are going to lead up to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so really now that if you know what to look for, you are. You're gonna be proactive rather than react. Yeah. yeah, and and as a as a, I think it was a young it was a lady, right? As a lady, you know you've got inner alarms. You've got we've talked about this in the yeah. past. You've got a you've got a, a huge alarm system. It's called your intuition and instinct. Listen to it. If something doesn't feel right, it probably is telling you it ain't right, and go the opposite direction. Yeah, absolutely. And this is again, this is the last note on this first commandment. Use all of your senses to paint overall picture of your surroundings and environment. Yeah. I'm a huge, like, nerd with smelling things. I process through, like, smell. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like in my super sense. Yeah. Um, so if there, there's so many different stories and things like that I could tell. Um, but, again, in the movies, you know what I mean? Like, Beverly Hills Cop 2, bad guys ship uh, drugs. They used to hide it in coffee. Yeah. Like that. So. Yeah. Uh, a quick story, and uh, I think it was Iraq, where they found a uh, HME, which is homemade explosives, um, house where it was being made and stored. Uh, this guy who was one of the writers of this program 
heard some soldiers talking about um, like, oh man, anytime we walk down the street on patrol, it makes me want pancakes because I smell like nutmeg and cinnamon. Yeah. And to them, it was nothing because they didn't have any clue. But right. they, they picked up that smell. Well, this yeah. guy hears it and he's like, wait a second. And then he, he talks to these guys like, hey, hang on a second. Where can yeah. you show me on a map? Where is this? Yeah. And got more information. Yeah. And they were using cinnamon and nutmeg to mask the smell of that yeah. HME. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So to the, to the dudes that didn't know any better yet, it triggered pancakes. Right. But to somebody that knew, it yeah. was. There's an anomaly right there. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and that can be used with anything. Um, same with neighborhoods, man. You know, regular house, regular house, regular house. Now all of a sudden, all the um, windows are covered oh, yeah. up. There's, There's dogs. Vents. Yeah. They need yeah. cooling and venting. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and now all of a sudden like that, and, you know, like, well, there's your crack house or whatever. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. about explosives, but it's the same across the board. Yeah, it with, doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Bad yeah. guys do bad shit the yeah. same way. Yeah, you know, that's true. Very so, it does. And so, now, if, if you're aware of that stuff, you can pay attention. And now, like, how simple is that? Yeah. To to now that you're like, oh shit, I remember that that fat bald guy talking about <laughs> paying attention to smells. You know what I mean? Now all yeah. of a sudden you pick up a weird smell, and yeah. maybe it's nothing big, but they're doing a, a controlled burn. But there's a lot of plastic or gunk in the air, and whatever you don't want, your kid doesn't need to be smelling that, your pregnant wife doesn't need to smell it. Hey, is that critical? No, but can it cause some harm? Yes, and now you've just picked that anomaly up. And you yeah, move. yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in, in smells, especially for some of us who have hearing loss. Um, it usually yeah. our smell ends up being accentuated because that other, that other, um, sense is downgraded and i don't know what your eyes are like my eyes are not as great as they used to be so since my eyes and ears aren't that great i guess you know obviously my smell has had to kick up because of uh because of that mm -hmm. <laughs> Chuck, yeah bad people are predictable yeah they are expect yeah dude and once you start practicing these things you're gonna pick up so much more than you have any clue man and it's kind of it's a great thing but it's also frustrating um, especially like with body language, the more that you pick on them, because people communicate the ballparking, but about 70 or higher percent through verbal, uh, uh, nonverbal communication. The yeah. words is a whole bunch of just crap. Yeah. But you can pick up 70% of what somebody's saying through their nonverbal, through their yeah. body language. Yeah. And when you start paying attention to that. Yeah. It's like a loud, it's like a loudspeaker. You see what people are really saying, and you're just like, what the fuck did you just say, dude? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's frustrating. It's it's a double-edged sword. It's great yeah. for situational awareness, but then you really see what people are saying. Well, so, yeah. Well, I'd rather see people for what they really are than than, uh, than anything else. Um, I believe that maybe you can message this lovely lady with some of the reading material that you're talking about. Absolutely. Uh, I'll show it again, and then I'll post it here. Joe Navarro. This guy is actually on Instagram. I follow him. I just did a um, free live seminar with him a few weeks ago that he did on um, nonverbal communication, kind of in the, in the COVID times that we're in. Um, great guy. Like, I nerd out over him big time. Nice. Um, he's got a bunch of books. I've got – this one's basically the field manual. Uh, it's literally like a field manual body language. You can see how small it is. Wow. 
Um, right there. Uh, Amazon, Barnes and I still like to go to Barnes and Noble and yeah. pick up a book yeah. like a real human being. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. absolutely, and there's a great book too. It's called Left of Fang. Um, and that's a big. Did you? Oh yeah, you gave up on that, didn't you? I did. Well, I did. I did. I gave up on the audio because it just fucking was not worth it. Not worth it. So I'll have it's, to go and grab the. Uh, it is. It's much easier. Um, and a hard copy that book. Yeah. Uh, and, and what that's, it's a good book, but what it's going to do is it's very, since I know the program, I see it as like, this is just a huge plug for the program, yeah. uh, which it is, but it also, um, breaks everything down for you. Um, oh, this, this ring, I appreciate it, man. It says, it says, uh, good luck. I don't know if you can see it on there. Oh, no, no. It's inspired actually from, um, Barney from the Expendables. His, oh, his, yeah. good, luck, his good luck ring. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, this is my good luck ring. Nice. Very. Uh, so commandment two, um, observing in context is key to understanding nonverbal behavior. Mm -hmm. So we have context and relevance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. uh, just like the quote here from the book I wrote down is, you know, I would expect people to be in shock after a car accident. Their, their limbic system and the brain kind of takes over. Um, right. Like when you see cops show up to the mansion where the husband's been shot by the pool and the yeah. wife is so composed and yeah. taking the time to put her makeup on and things like that. It's kind of like yeah. that. that context, yeah. Uh, yeah, not, not yeah. quite right. So yeah. be sure to put things in context. Yeah. Um, so yeah. walking in 100 mile uh, or 100 degree weather for an hour and not sweating. So I just, I just felt like this. I was like, man, I look like a creepo that's about to rob this Dollar General. I had, uh, <laughs> I swear to God, on the way home from the gym, um, I just get nasty soaking wet after I leave the gym. And yeah. uh, I normally take an, an extra shirt to put on afterwards. But I forgot today. And so I'm just, my shorts are dripping wet. My underwear's dripping wet. My socks are dripping wet. And I have no shirt on. I'd ordered a thing from um, Wine Co. or something. It's like wine they ordered in the mail. And uh, I had to go pick it up from the Dollar General. That's where FedEx took it. So yeah. I'm like, fuck, the one day that I don't have an extra T-shirt. So I'm like, I really don't want to put this, this nasty thing back yeah. on. Yeah. I look in the back, I'm like, oh, there's my Oakley jacket in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a medium level, like water, a, a nice Oakley jacket. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm zipping up this coat. Right yeah. I'm zipping up this coat, putting my sunglasses on, pulling my hat down, about to go to the Dollar General. <laughs> But, uh, okay, let's see. Um, yeah, they are great books. I'll uh, throw them up on my story after this, too. When violence is the answer is good also. Did I miss something before that? Okay. Sometimes violence. So my, I know that you're kind of the, the expert on the violence um, more so than me. But a huge thing that I learned from a guy, that, and I think that people – struggle with is if if it comes to violence and sometimes it will yeah. you have to allow yourself to win the fight yeah it's not yeah. clean this isn't a sanctioned fucking match in vegas in madison square garden anything like that this is survival on the street yeah there are no rules there are no judges there are no scorecards no. you have to allow yourself to become primal and take over and do what you need to do to win yeah yeah and I, well, and there's, I think that the problem with violence, the term violence is, I think that people misconstrue what violence is. Violence is scalable, right? Maybe, 
maybe Dustin's capable of snapping necks and taking names and somebody else is not capable of that mentally. So their, their violence is going to be uh, taking the water bottle that they have and splashing in their face as they run away. To them, that's violent. I think yeah. violence needs to be respected for it's whatever you can do at this point in time in your life. Yeah. You know? Like I've been working a lot with Tony Blauer on his uh, fear management and it's really like a direction I'm definitely going because at the end of the day, fear is what is in every single one of us. There's nobody that's fearless except mm -hmm. for those ones that have that condition that they're born with, right? They don't, have, they don't get fear, but generally speaking, everybody has fear. So if you're going to be afraid and have to deploy violence, then that violence has to be relative to what you're capable of mentally, physically, spiritually, brucely, all the leads at that moment in time. And that's something that nobody seems to take into consideration. Mostly because everybody's a tough guy. Oh, I got a gun, knife, stick, fucking nunchucks, which you should always have a pair of nunchucks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but I, so violence is good, if, but you better be able to do it, like you said, or else fucking you're, you're going to end up with your ass about that big. Yeah. Know your capabilities and limitations. Yeah. Don't try yeah. to do some shit that you're not capable of. Um, and, and like Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yep. I mean, yeah. yeah. Chuck, you had a really good, Lisa Hayes is going, Chuck, you had a really good point. Watch the watchers. So this is something else that was specific in the class. Yeah. Uh, most people, 90% of the people <clears throat> are going to watch the parade. Yeah. Whether that's the literal Macy's Day parade that's going on or the show, whatever. People watch yeah. it, whatever activity's going on, this or that. Yeah. The, the two people that are not watching the parade are the good guys <laughs> and, and the, the bad guys. guys. Yeah. Chuck, yeah. Our man Chuck said, watch the watchers. What he means is the people that are not watching the show yeah. type of deal that are watching yeah. other things. Yeah. It's like, think of it. Macy's Day Parade was blocked off. Our little kids are sitting on your shoulders, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> come along. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah. And this dude over there, like the Boston Bombers, yeah. they had no care of the marathon that was going on. No. What is more important? Then this marathon and this famous yeah. legendary marathon. Yeah. Yeah. What's more important than that? Yeah. That's the bad guy. The good yeah. guys, the cops, uniformed, ununiformed, whatever yeah. else, all the other guys, they're not watching it because they're looking for the other people that are not yeah. watching. Yeah. And you're gonna stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Be like, what's more important to you than this fucking parade guy? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a there's a great visual. If you ever saw Ocean Eleven. Um, they were about to go. I had Lennox Lewis and uh, I can't remember the Russian guy. He has a brother. Um, and they were about to uh, hit the detonator and explode the old hotel. And it was still going to crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they, the, it explodes and everybody turns except for George Clooney. Yep. George Clooney and another guy who's watching. I think it was uh, the guy who played Jason Bourne. So two characters Amen. are the only ones not looking as everybody else is looking. And if you're observant of, of situations like this, they are going to stand up exactly like that, that this person is the anomaly to, and again, I, I'm using the word anomaly because it's something that, That's correct. It, it's something that is usually so right in your face that we just completely fucking, ah, oh, it's not a big deal, right? Yeah, yeah. A guy comes in with a fucking uh, winter coat and it's 100 degrees out, um, yeah. there's something not right there. Oh, no, maybe he's naked underneath there. Okay, mm -hmm. hello, something's not right there, right? Yeah, so that's why that's why you want to use the clusters of clues, multiple yeah. anomalies. Not you're not you're not basing your decision off of just one. You one. can't, it's an extreme sense, 
but yeah. that's why you're putting it. Okay, that's weird. Now let's see. Like, is there a reason why he's got that coat on? Right. Maybe he's just coming from the gym and he forgot his t-shirt. Maybe he is naked under that. Maybe yeah. he had a hell of a night, like a hangover, and all he could find was his overcoat to put on. <laughs> no. Yeah, or that's true. That's or true. maybe he's got the suicide vest on or shotguns yeah. or yeah. this or that. Yeah. It, it's, hey, let's let's observe and find out, and then you can articulate using artifacts and evidence what's yeah. the most dangerous course of action and the most likely course of action. Exactly, that's, that's what you're doing with these. Yeah, you look for the yeah. most dangerous, which is there are no limits to that. No, you know, um, no. or the most likely. Hey, most likely he's uh, just a hungover dude because he's walking real slow. He's keeping his sunglasses on. He's yeah. not indexing any weapons. Like, you yeah. know that. Like, if yeah. we carry something, even yeah. like your wallet, spectacles, testicles, wallet, watch, you're always feeling for your wallet, your keys. Yeah. When yeah. you add weapons, even if you're used to carrying them, but especially if you're not used to carrying them, when you yes. add a pistol on your hip or even a knife in your pocket, yeah. something on your ankle, anything yeah. like there, you're going to naturally index that to feel it if it's still there. Yep. So then you're watching, and now you're like, okay, this guy's moving pretty clearly. He doesn't seem to be impaired. He yeah. keeps indexing his left hip, so that tells me he might be a lefty. That's his primary. Yeah. Yeah. There's simple things you can pick up yeah. from watching. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're, you're going to blow yourself away because you're like, holy shit, I just read that whole scenario. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the best thing you can do is teach your kids. For those of you that have kids, teach your kids to be aware of the situation, to try to sit there and be like, okay, so um, there's a dog there. What does the owner of the dog look like? Oh, he's got shorts on. Like, let them be aware of stuff. And, you know, the more aware we can teach everybody in an earlier age or to make it a part of their everyday, that should be your everyday carry. Right? I, do that with, I, I do that with my kids already. And there's make, you can make games. You know what I mean? Yes. It's where you're not, yep. you're not stealing and teaching. Hey, learn this, learn this, learn this. Oh, no, 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 no. Play games with them. There was a great movie. Um, so I want to mention two TV shows real quick. Uh, one of them is Lie to Me. Okay, I don't know if anybody's yeah. seen that. That is such a great show. Tim Ross. What's With that? Tim Ross? Tim yes. Ross? Yes. So I watched that. There's three seasons of it. I've watched that series from the pilot episode to the last one numerous times because what he's doing, 85 to 90% of what he's doing is real and, and true shit. Right. right. So, the, the, dude, I tell you right now, Go on, if you're listening to this, YouTube, um, lie to me, like opening scene. It's the opening scene in the pilot episode. He's using micro expressions. And the Secret Service is huge on micro expressions. I, I won't rabbit hole into that, but it's so great. And this shit's real. They, they study this. It's like an in-depth thing. This is advanced, advanced stuff. But right. and what I love about that show is he, he not only uses it, he's explaining to you what he's doing. Yeah. He's a deception expert, and yeah. he does it. He never – they got any – I could uh, yeah. uh, nerd yeah. out over this shit. But that's a great show because what he's doing is, is real shit. So yeah. – and it's entertaining. He's such a prick, man. It's yeah. a cast. It's entertaining, plus it's real. So pay attention to it. Like, I'll take notes during that show, dude. I'm not even kidding. Right. And then another one – this made me think of it uh, with teaching our kids. Uh, that show, Psych. Where yep. the, the dummy kid pretends to be a psychic by solving crimes, but he's really just super observant. Yeah. Um, his dad, you look legit. They think he's a psychic because he's super observant. And the only way he could get the police to listen to him when he knew things were going to happen was pretend to be a psychic. Obviously, this is much more fictional. 
Yeah. It's also entertaining, but there are great things in that as well. Like his dad played by Corbin Burnson. I love him. Yeah. Uh, but he would teach him a game anytime they went in a restaurant of uh, how many, who all in here is wearing a hat? What kind of hat are they wearing? Right. Yeah. 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 Simple, stupid shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're having to remember, you know, like then you're thinking back because you're logging as you're walking in, like, hey, how's it yeah. going? You're getting your baseline, checking yeah. out where the entrance, where the exits, how many employees, how many right. people are in here, who looks like they could cost some shit, who's pissed, blah, blah, blah. And just noting different things. So there's games that you can play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would never expose my child uh, to controlled violence or any kind of combative sport. Uh, he won't ever need that in the real world. Um, <laughs> I, used, uh, easy I thought he was serious. At first. I thought you were serious at first, Chuck. You got me. Yeah, yeah. You got me, man. I was all about that, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, you got me, dude. Hook line. I spit that hook out at the last second. Yeah. So um, what's we? That was number two. Was so that yeah, number? That was commandment number two. Thanks for getting us back on point. Okay. Observing in context is key to understanding nonverbal behavior. So, put it in context. Pay attention. Yeah. Don't don't jump to conclusions. Yeah. You need to be able to articulate using artifacts and evidence what's right. the most likely course of action. Right. right. So, all right, commandment three. Man, I'm sweat. I feel like a preacher in here. <laughs> all right, our, our AC's out in the house, too. <clears throat> all right. Learn to recognize and decode nonverbal behaviors that are universal. Right. So it's human nature. Human beings... From the 30,000 foot view, in, a, in the generalist terms, human beings are the same all over the planet. Yep. Right? Same yep. needs, same wants, same desires, same struggles, all of that, all that shit. Yep. Right? So fear is going to look the same. Surprise is going to look the same. Mm-hmm. Love is going to look the same. Those are the universal nonverbal behaviors that, that we're talking about. Right. You know? Anger like pregnant, looks the same. Yeah. Like a pregnant woman from any country... Yeah. If there's any sign of uh, of uh, danger or fear, she's going to cover her. Yeah. Doesn't matter where, when, why, how. Yeah, right. exactly. So those are going to be your universal norms. Um, yeah. Learn to recognize and decode nonverbal behaviors that are universal. This one he goes into. There's a great story in the book. Um, he also <laughs> contracted for like high level negotiators and CEOs and things like that. Um, this was the lip compression that saved the company millions of dollars uh, a pursing of lips leads to savings on ships they were doing their final agreement on the contract for huge ships huge vessels yeah and when the guy asked and, and this guy Jonah Barrow's job was literally to sit in there and observe the other side of the table yeah. and, and kind of let let the guy know that he was working for anytime someone write so he'd write him a note you know and be like hey so they asked him something about like the seals of the windows or something like, Hey, is this the best deal that we can get for the windows? And the guy on the other side, just simple purse his lips. Yeah. Two yeah. seconds. Yeah. And old Joe scribbled a note. He's like, Hey man, something ain't kosher. Dig yeah. a little deeper on those windows. And right. by doing that, um, it was not the best thing or something like that. And it saved the company that he was working for millions of dollars right. on that contract. Right. From yeah, a simple yeah. lip person from the other side. Wow. And Unreal. So, and I mean, simple things like that. All right, commandment four. We're moving now. Learn to recognize and decode ideocentric nonverbal behaviors. Idio or ideo? Learn to recognize and decode ideocentric nonverbal behaviors. Now, what that means is, I had to look that up. I'm not trying to sound cool. Um, ideocentric is, that means it's peculiar, 
or individualizing characteristic or quality. That's straight from the dictionary for idiocentric. That's going to be specific traits to you. Like Marcus has these specific type of mannerisms. Dustin right. has these specific types of mannerisms. Chuck has specific types. These are his idiocentric characteristics. Right. And that's, you're going to figure that out while you're establishing your baseline. Right, yeah. But that's yeah. the time, that, that takes time to do that though, right? It does. You spend time around the person to see those type of things yeah. that are done on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So these are typically going to be people that, that you are, that you're around. Um, yeah. Location, there's another thing, uh, old deal that bad guys would use, but we do it too. Location, association, opportunity. Your location yeah. somewhere gives you association with people and there's opportunity. Right. Tourists do the same thing to get what they need. And that's yeah. the same reason that there's so many um, like uh, job affairs, so many yeah. romances at work. Yeah. You work together every day, your same location. You're associated yeah. with each other through the same company. That provides yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. You cover, opportunity. you cover what's close to you. Yeah. 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 Um, you absolutely can message me about any of these. Uh, I would, um, I'd be careful with now. Go back a little bit because uh, that person's uh, – I, I, I would check that one first before you – Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Next. Uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. But yeah, like you said, it's going to be people that you're around and that's just their ticks. That's like, oh, that's just Marcus. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. All right. Commandment five, we are cooking. When you interact with others, try to establish their baseline behaviors like we just talked about. And there's a story that goes into this one. One of the guys that we worked with, um, he was an ex, uh, he had been a like undercover DEA guy. And um, they had a, a case I won't go into too much detail, but there was a very nasty incident that happened. Um, very, very nasty crime against the child. And they were out looking for the guy. And they went to one of their CIs um, to ask him what happened. And, you know, the cop obviously is very emotional over this. And he's like, hey, you know, tell me. And the guy, the CI, the bad guy, the snitch or whatever, yeah. kind of one of his idiocentric things was a nervous laugh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and because this was dealing with such a severe incident, it was misconstrued it is. He misconstrued it. And the other guy had to tell him, like, hey, man, this is his nervous tick. He's not laughing at the crime. He's not laughing at you. He's scared yeah. shitless is what he is. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Background, I, I'm, in, I'm still active duty Army. Um, I taught this program in the Army for a while. I studied it forever. I'll study it until I die. Um, I'm in Fort Bragg, North Carolina right now, part of the SFAB. I'm an advisor on an advisor team. Um, it's very, very quick and dirty of it. Uh, let's see, Chuck, what did he say here? If you spend enough time around a person, you'll be able to pick them out of the dark. And yeah. you'll know. You already know already. It, say that your boss comes in and their baseline is normally happy, chipper, cool, yeah. lucky go. Now comes in and he's pissed. He's not talking. His eyes are down. Yeah, Clearly, it baseline's off. Yep. So there's something wrong, you know? Yeah. So, all right. Commandment six. Always try and watch for multiple tells. Behaviors that occur in clusters or in succession. That's what we've talked about already. Like kind of a rule of three. Yeah. Right? And yeah. So especially when that first red flag pops up in that nice, gorgeous green yard. Right. Chances are there should be some follow-ups. Pay a little bit more attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the first one, you may not be sure. Like, did I did I hear that right? Or was that? Yeah. Did I see yeah. that right? 
Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's probably going to be something else going yeah. on. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you're going to have clusters. And that's the thing. Try not to, again, don't rush the judgment. Um, but pay attention to things. But there must be a reason why that flag went up for you. So listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Listen to yourself more. Your brain, dude. Your brain's. Our brain sees through our eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? And your brain's yeah. processing shit that you need to pay attention to. Again, like we talked about in the beginning of this, yeah. is don't block that out. You know, pay attention to it. Uh, yeah. A lot of the biometric cues that we get too, man. Like, yeah. Um, when you're lying and you're full of shit, like a kid when they're lying to you about whatever, they're going to rub the back of their neck like this because their freaking brainstem is heating up. It's literally yeah. becoming hotter. Because yeah. they know they're lying to you right now, trying to get yeah. that's that's science. It, it's science. It yeah, really is. They're yeah. they're gonna do that number because the hairs in their nose are tingling. Yeah, when they're lying, they're full of shit. Yeah, biometric cues. You know what I mean? That you can read if you know what's going on. So, right. uh, for the record, I'm 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 scratching. I'm not saying anything, so I'm not lying about anything. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. And the big thing is people will always say like, oh, well, are you saying that somebody's mad just because they had their arms crossed? No. I would do this demonstration all the time in class. Have somebody else come up. You got your arms crossed right now or no? I can't yeah. tell. Writing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'd have them come up just like you are. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, let's observe and articulate using artifacts and evidence. Is Marcus mad right now? Let's go first. I, I've done this a million times in class. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, his arms are crossed, so according to Solon, so, he must be mad. Yeah, obviously he must, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? That's kind of debunking. Yeah. Debunking, they could be, but what else can tell us that? So right now, we'll look at you. Okay, so let's start from the top and go down. Right. Your eyebrows are a little bit raised. You yeah. know, you're kind of moving. You're clearly engaged. Your shoulders are comfortable and relaxed. You're smiling. You know what yeah. I mean? Clearly into it. Um, yeah. So I'm willing to bet that he is probably not mad right now. I think it's a safe bet. I think you could bet safe money on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's sometimes we, I like to stand like this when I'm, when I'm really interested in something, yeah. I'm going to close off just so I can pay attention more. Yeah. Cause our hands and feet are the hardest to control when we're lying. They're the hardest to control cause they're the farthest from our brain. Right. Right. That's yeah. why you, yeah. you get the, you get the nervous taps, this and that, because right. when you're lying, your brain, your channel capacity shuts down. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I keep thinking of that Telegate Nights. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I will do that. Like, if you're telling me something, ask my opinion, and I really want to focus, yeah. I'm going to bring these in so I don't have to worry about them. Right. Yeah. Lose, and I will even close my eyes. Yeah. Um, kind of like you've gone to the census thing. It's like, all right, I'm going to listen. Yeah. That's why he turned, he turned down the volume so you, so you see better. Right, yeah. you know that old saying about uh, I need to sit there. And I'm looking for something, so I'm gonna turn down the volume of my mm -hmm. radio or whatever. I have no idea why we do it, but it's fucking. It's true. I need yeah. to dial in my eyes, so I'm gonna turn down the volume. Yeah, no yeah. But yeah. to me, but it makes us feel better because now it's yeah. not so loud. Yeah, and yeah, it's not distracting because we may hear the address. I'm yeah, that, it, it could be speaking <laughs> to me. Yeah. 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 But that's another fun game we used to do also, especially with I can't stand politics and I hate watching the news, all that shit. But yeah. the fun game we used to do is hit mute on the TV. Right. And then watch. Yeah. And then watch. Yeah. And, yeah. and 
try to read what's going on or pay attention yeah. to what's going on. Yeah. It's kind of funny how much you can actually tell with no volume. Well, if, I'd actually go one further with when you're at a park, sit down and people watch and watch people engage. You can tell when somebody's fighting and when they're not. Yep. You can tell when somebody's abusing their wife and when they're not. Yep. Like there's a lot of fucking things that are said through their actions and their cues, right? So yeah. I, think that's, uh, I think that's a good game for everybody to play. And I have to mention on this, um, so proximics. You can tell a ton through people's proximic relationships. Like you're talking about, so you use this when you're people watching. I remember the first time I really did it during class, I went to lunch at Subway, and I watched this whole scene unfold with a husband and wife. Start off, look where somebody's feet are pointing. Yeah. They are typically going to be bracketing where their attention is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so watching, um, I found all these new learned kinesic skills from this class. I'm in the Subway, eat my lunch, and so I'm watching everything now. I'm watching this middle-aged couple start a feeder facing each other, this and that, great lunch. The woman takes a phone call. She answers it right there. You know what I mean? And through time, this guy, like, clearly kind of backs away in his seat, and yeah. he just starts to shift totally, you know, and he's yeah. clearly stated, he's like, I know that she, you know, she's taking that phone call much more seriously than me. There ain't shit I can do about it. Yeah. He, his whole body turns to where he's, like, ready to get up from the booth and leave. You see this whole yeah. thing take yeah. place. Yeah. But pay attention to where somebody's feet are pointing. You're going to tell where their attention is. Yep. And if their feet shift, where their attention is shifting to. If you're talking to somebody right now and they're just long-winded, blah, 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 and they start to shift away from you or even yep. feel their watch, they don't even have to look at it yet. But right. They might feel it, tapping at it. They're like, hey, motherfucker, stop talking yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Those, are, those are your cues, you know? Okay. Okay. Oh, and actually right here, that's funny. Commandment 7. I didn't even mean to get ahead of ourselves. But Commandment 7 it's important to look for changes in a person's behavior that can signal changes in thoughts, emotions, interests, or intent. Yeah. And that's funny because my boy from down the barrel just asked the question about, is it true that people's nose get itchy when they lie? So right? I would need to look up more of that because that is the scientific shit. Like there's a whole lot yeah. of it that goes into that stuff. Yeah. So before I speak on it, I would need to review on that, because I don't want to tell you, like, yeah, dude, if somebody itches their nose, they're lying. Yeah. No, but it's some type of external response to an internal action. Yeah. There's yeah. some type of internal chemical reaction that literally makes these senses, these nose hairs tingle. Right. So that's definitely a good indicator. But if somebody but does that, they may add on to it, though. Right? What yeah. else? What other artifacts and evidence yeah. makes them think they're lying? Is their brainstem heating up? Are they... Right. Looking around, are they clearly nervous? Watch these again, because I can. The channel capacity is real quick in a zero stress environment. We can kind of do five to seven things at a time. Yeah. Driving down the road, changing the radio, eating your Big Mac, yeah. texting on the phone, blah blah. blah bunch of shit. Yeah. Right. As soon as any amount of stress is involved, that channel capacity immediately goes to maximum of three. Yeah. That's just like a regular phone number minus the area code for you smart asses. A regular <laughs> phone number, how many numbers is in that? It's seven, seven right? Yeah. Well, it's regular number not including the area code, right? Yeah. Right. It's seven. Yeah. I, I, I've been, yeah, I've had a lot of people come to me with that. That's why I get ahead of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why as soon as if there's an emergency, what number do you dial? 911, yeah. How many or, numbers is depending that? Depending on the country, yeah. yeah. Oh, we know it's 911. That's in time of crisis, emergency, stress, boom. Yeah. 
it's nice. Three numbers. Oh, yeah. shit, shit, shit. Uh, 911, 911. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So, again, kind of close the loop on the nose thing. Maybe itch in the nose. They're, they're, the rest of their behavior shifted. They're shifting from leg to leg. Yeah. That's heating up. Um, again, moving around. So, right. what else? I would need to see some more indicators of that person. Yeah. You know. Without doubt, yeah. Yeah, the nose and ears are stimulated. <clears throat> There's some weird shit that happens, man. If you get into the science of this, like I used to know a lot more. Um, but anyway, you, you lose, you, you don't use it, you lose it. That's right. But yeah, so a key, I would just touch on this, like uh, a shift, it can signal a, a change in their thoughts, emotions, interest, or most importantly, their intent. Yeah. Like yeah. coming back to those two hooligans with you earlier today. Yeah. If if they were sizing you up and the mouth started watering because they saw you as an e easy target, yeah, you're gonna see it. You're gonna see their intent begin to shift. Right. Yeah. 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 It's true. And and it's easy to say this from because this is a part of our life, like what we do on a regular basis. But I'm liking the fact that this these so far these eight have been relatively. Uh, user-friendly for those that are not, um, you know, like left to bang was just, it's just too, too clinical and yeah. that doesn't help the average person. The average person right. needs to know small words. Hey, this is the way that, and, and just, it's not even dumbing it down. It's just a, a easier way to understand. Yeah. So, yeah. so far I'm loving these. Uh, Good. These. Good. I hope I'm not talking too much. Like I said, dude, I love this shit. Oh, no, no. Get through these. I'm, I'm, I love it. Get to it. Okay. But yeah, the biggest is watch for somebody's intent. Their intent will shift. And again, I just got kind of cold chills thinking about it. If you get that shit and something, it's like, hey, man, start backing your way out of that situation. Get out of it. Yeah. Pocket dial somebody. Get on the phone with someone. Create. You know what I mean? If, if you feel, If you feel a shift in their intent. Which that's you will because, feel. You will because, feel it. Because yeah. their energy is completely changing from not ready to fucking kill you to ready to kill you. And I yeah. use that just because people don't listen when it's assault or yeah. uh, whatever. But the minute you say kill, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. shit, it's now. It, but there's an energy change yeah. in their behavior because yeah. they're prepping, man. They're yeah. prepping for action. Yeah. And your brain has picked that up. That's why it's sending you those signals. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to send you those, the feeling in your gut, the hair on the back of your neck. Yeah. Those are biometric indicators of the yeah. danger that your brain has picked up. Right. So listen to them. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I think we're on eight. Learning to detect false or misleading nonverbal signals is also critical. Mm -hmm. So this is what we call a kinetic slip. Um, Again, kinesics is nonverbal communication or body language. Right. So a lot of times people talk with their hands. This story, as the example, is he was interrogating, excuse me, questioning a guy. Did it come forward and actually found the dead body down in the grove? And he came forward and told cops, hey, you know, there's a dead body down here. Yeah. So we were asking him about it, right? And he's telling you, this is my left hand, if you can't tell, and that's the left. I don't know how all this shit works. Yeah. But he's seen this in his mind. Yeah, as I came down the trail... Um, I went to the right and he goes left and yeah. I saw the body. Yeah. And again, if you're not paying attention, you're never going to catch that. Yeah. But if you do know what's up, then you just be like, okay, well he said to the right and his hand went to the left. 
Yeah. Because in his head, he knows he went this way. Yeah. Right? And yeah. just like uh, when I was in, I hated recruiting, man. But I was in recruiting before I came here, and we used to go door knocking, my partner and I, from mm -hmm. house to house. Hey, you want to go to the army? Like a yep. bunch of douchebags, but I had to. It was my job. Yeah. So I'd be driving, and she would be given the directions, and she would say, oh, shit, turn, you know, left. But yeah. I'm doing this, so I right. knew that yeah. she meant right. Yeah, you know what I mean. It got to the point where, hey, I can see you through fine Paris. Just stick that finger up, whichever way we're yeah. going. Yeah. Oh shit! Left, left, left. I mean right. I mean right. Like, yeah. Who you meant right? Because that's the way yeah. you're pointing. That's you know? right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a kinesic slip. Watch to see if the words coming out of their mouth are lining up with their body mannerisms, their their nonverbal communication. Right. Right. Yeah. And you're gonna yeah. pick up differences again. Those contradictions type of yeah. deal. You know what I yeah. mean? Agreed. Those are more difficult. The more you practice, the better you're going to get at that. Of right? course. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when you do pick one up, it's just like, it's almost like a home run. Yeah. And you feel like you just scored one because it's like, boom, I just caught that. But then yeah. you're cool with it too. I think, uh, I think the next commandment addresses that actually. Um, so commandment nine, knowing how to distinguish between comfort and discomfort will help you to focus on the most important behaviors for decoding nonverbal communications. So kind of like, uh, kind of goes back to the tinkly nose, the neck thing. Right. If, if somebody's in discomfort and pain, that's, you know what I mean? They're going to, again, index that. Like, show that they are. Yeah. So, yeah. and then looking for other things that should go with that. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. The pitch typically changes. The voice is going to go with it. The breathing is going to be different. Right. All these things lining up. That way you can establish, is this real, is this authentic discomfort Right. due to whatever injury? Is it applicable? Um, so forth. And then to know what, what they're saying verbally, that type of thing. Right. So, and then the last one is when observing others, be subtle about it. <laughs> <laughs> would you please, uh, would you please explain that to those in the nosebleeds? Be subtle. Be cool. You know, um, and and it's it takes practice, especially because, like so, I said, it's so. What would be the opposite of being subtle? Perhaps you could give an example of what is not subtle for those that don't know. Hey, this guy's pissed at his wife over here. Look at him. Look at his feet. He shifted away. I bet she's a bitch. <laughs> That's not subtle. That's a, subtle is loud and ob obvious. Okay. Uh, and and there's ways to do it too. Uh, like you said, like you and I really like when you said that a couple weeks ago. Whatever is like from time to time, I yeah. glance up and I look around. Oh, yeah. this is something else too, though. If you are scanning. Um, the way that we're taught to read is from left to right, right? right. So yeah. when you're scanning something, try this, practice this. If you're scanning whatever, this 180 degrees, right. whatever, scan, practice scanning from right to left. Right. Yeah. Because your yeah. brain has been wired at this point so naturally from yeah. left to right, yeah. you're going to easily skip over shit that you're yeah. looking for or miss things that are there. When yeah. you go from right to left, it's almost like throwing a football you know, we yeah. it's you have you're gonna move slower, uh, and you're gonna pick more things up. Yeah, so the advantage of being around Israelis is that I I do a lot of things from right to left. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mentioning the gate, um, 
that's good too for a lot of reasons. Let's see what your context is. Adjust your gait, posture, position, and watch for them to change theirs to match yours. Yeah, so that's mirroring and shadowing. Yeah, you can do that. Um, if you want to do that, you can practice that in. Don't ever practice this shit on like your significant other no. or anybody like that. Anybody you want to have sex with? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's a huge disclaimer. Do not try this shit on your wife or girlfriend or mother-in-law yeah. or whatever. And, I, right. and I'm, again, I'm just going to say, if you want to have sex with somebody, don't do any of this. Yes. Okay, so, or think you want to have sex later on because it'll bite you in the ass. It will. Uh, so practice your observation first, scanning yeah. right to left, trying to identify in a, if there's a family or whatever who, um, you know, who the alpha is, who, who, the, yeah. who wears the pants, who's second in charge, who's yeah. the biggest little shit of the kid, who's yeah. the, this one. You can see the same thing. We would use pictures. I'd use this as an example. Um, like, think of every uh, family's Christmas card with three generations you've ever seen, right? right. Um, grandma and grandpa are right in the middle, and they're yeah. nice, big, cool, ornate oak chairs. Yeah. And then who's right next to them? Typically with their hand either on granddad or yeah. on the chair. Yeah. The next guy in line, the oldest of his sons. Yeah. Whoever what he's literally doing, whether he knows it or not, he's saying, yeah. hey, as soon as this part dies, that's my chair. Yeah. Literally what he's doing. Yeah. And then and, and the order, the pecking order typically goes, and all these are typically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, just look at the royal family. Look at the royal family pictures. And there, there's a perfect example of who's the first, who's the boss, and then where, where everybody is in the food chain. Yep. Yeah. Afterwards. And we do it. We do it as families because of the yep. fact that we know who's who and who's on the. Sh you know who the black sheep is. Yeah. Look at the picture. You know who's on the shit list. Their their shoulders are out. Their feet are yeah. out. It's like man, fuck yeah. these people. Yeah. But then I'm the guy that the third, money. the guy that can't wait to be up there. Boy, he's cranked everything around. His yeah. feet pointing. His shoulders are indexing. You know, and he's like this, facing forward. Yeah. yeah. Like, Yo, dude, just go sit on the guy's lap already. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the yeah. same exact thing with gangs and yep. organizations yep. and military platoon units yeah um krav maga classes yeah, you can't it's it's just the way that we are as human beings yes that's just, that's just how we're made so you can typically establish the pecking order the, the hierarchy a group's hierarchy through their proximic relations you know yeah. what i mean yeah. uh and so practice those things trying to try to pick those out who's mad who's pissed blah 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 who's in charge these yeah. Whatever things that you see, um, always uh, identify the, the gray man in the room also. He's probably the dude who wants to be around. Yeah, when shit goes down, the gray man yeah. is the guy that kind of goes under the radar. He's just, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, if this is black, this is white, he's just yeah. kind of right here. When, yeah. uh, the guy that's wearing 5'11 from head to toe, definitely <laughs> don't want to get that guy. As long as he's not wearing a rigger's belt and, and uniform boots, man. But yeah, dude, that guy that's just chilling, um, and you, you yeah. don't really notice him. He's almost a fly on the wall. Yeah, that, that's the way it should be. Dude's observing everything, and that's typically who you yeah. want to be around when shit pops off. Yep. That's going to tell you exactly what's going to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, being subtle and practice it. Uh, the, the earphones thing. Um, I'll do it a lot or in the gym when I used to wear them or whatever, or if they die, I would like to leave them in. One, so people still just leave me alone. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you can also do that to if you want to, if you kind of feel like something's up or whatever, yeah, you put those in and kind of like slink back and become that yeah. gray man a little bit. Yeah. Something's yeah. up. 
that way you put these in and that's kind of a fence that's up. It's yep. a deterrent keeping people from talking to you, engaging you, yes. thinking that you can't hear. Yeah. It's also lowering their defenses. They think that, okay, this dipshit's got his earphones and he's listening right. to whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you can hear everything. Yeah. And I would even say too that if they were douchebags, that they would do something to interrupt your listening to get your attention. Right? Like if they're bad people or they're douchebags, like the two guys. I had headphones in and they were like, bro, bro, bro. And I'm like, I got headphones. You can see that I have headphones in. Yeah. Or when there's a, a, a woman, ask any woman, how many men walk up when they have headphones and they're like, hey, so um, what are you doing? You know what? Fuck off. I got headphones on. If I wanted to talk to you, you cocksucker, yeah. have them out with my fucking tits out. Like, yeah. it's, like you can see more by the more stuff you put up as a wall, you'll see more in people's behaviors for how they try to go over those walls or get through those walls to get to you. That speaks louder than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Then it's like, what is your intent then? Yeah. You've gone through all of these barriers that I've set up yeah. to still make contact with me. What do yeah. you want? Yeah. And What's then 99% of the time, it's, it's innocent. But that, that, that 7 to 10%, fuck, man. Listen, I mean, everything's coming full circle on this. And I hope that you tag the guy that wrote this book in your stories. I will. I think there's a lot of us that are going to want to sit there. And like, obviously, I'm interested because of the fact that it's it seems like a, a user friendly version of Left to Bang because I'm done with Left to Bang. Like, yeah. I don't even I'm not even going to buy the fucking book. I'm just I need need something that's more consumer friendly. Yeah. So. And everyone seems to be laughing a little bit. <laughs> they also, Chuck said also, oh, the dude bag that's wearing the gray hat. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a gray notch gear hat, just for the record. <laughs> one, one of the best cap companies in the nice. world. Yeah. But yeah, so it is very user-friendly. Um, the dude knows his stuff. That seminar was great. It was free. Nice. They do like a um, an academy. Um expensive it's spendy so that's like a uh that's a real holy field type of type thing but this guy's legit man uh, right. and it is it's user-friendly and they're they're practical skills yeah that need to be developed by regular mom and pop and you mm. know johnny and jill and everybody yeah. you know what yeah. the fuck's going on around you yep thank you amen to that i mean yeah. I, I and i'll do this now um, a lot of times just because I don't like to conform or I want to be different or whatever. Anytime I'm in any waiting room, whether it's on post or anything and security, not, it's not for security issues, but anytime I'm waiting anywhere, I'm putting my phone in my pocket yeah. and I'm looking around. I'm usually most of the time, uh, yeah. I'm the only mofo that's not on their phone. Right. Yeah. yeah. If I just send a text or something, anomaly. yeah, I'll do that. Remember though, that's anomaly. If I walked in the room, everybody had their phone on and you didn't, my eyes would be on you. And then most likely you, you can recognize when we make eye contact, yeah. you're yeah. going to kind of know it's like, all right, cool respect, dude. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Kind of like yeah. you've seen, you've seen any shit yet? Like, yeah. Anybody yeah. Else know about? Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Like when you walk in the restaurant and you see the guy that's, he's not going to do that, but no. he's going to make sure that his glance he's, comes across. Yeah. The guy coming yeah. in. You guys yeah. make eye contact and you're kind of like, all right, what's up, man? Yep. Yep. Old school rules. Hey. Yeah. What's yep. up? Yeah. And actually, I, before we get off of this, because I'm going to have to leave in a little bit, um, Budweiser did a great commercial a while ago, I think it was Budweiser, where it's at a pool room, right? They're playing pool, and these two fucking guys walk up to a guy to give him a hard time, and, uh, 
you know, like give him, like bullying him or whatever. And this other dude comes in, he's got a ball of beer, he goes and he puts a ball of beer down and, and basically now it's two against two and the two tough guys, cowards, they fuck off. The guy picks up his beer and then they, they just do this. A little nod and then they walk away. And, you know, if you're over the age of 40, that nod is universal across the planet. It doesn't matter where you are. That nod is, hey, what's up? Like before fucking fist bumps and fucking high five and bullshit happened, it was a, a simple nod. A little nod, yep. up or down, doesn't matter. And that was it. We were cool and we're good to go. So yep. I, I just think that that's underrated. It is. I agree. Uh, and I think there's a lot of us still that do it, especially because I'm in Bragg. I, you know what I mean? I'm in a military town. Right. So, yeah. And we all think that we're fucking operators here. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got just a town full of operators, man. I need to come by there, man. I'm telling you, I need to come by just to see what this is like. Because uh, my boy Rick is, I think he's near Bragg. Rick Hogg. I think he's, well, he's in North Carolina. So I don't know. But it's, I'm gonna... beautiful country. it's beautiful area. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it really it's is. Like the rain. Uh, uh, yeah, a human yeah. shit. But you'll see those guys. I just started working security at a place here, too. So it's funny being in a bar, club environment when you're totally sober and watching for that. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I, I'm not going to lie. Those My days are done on that. I couldn't do that. You're a better man than I. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I got to pay for my knives, man. It's paying for a cap's forge. <laughs> <laughs> But there are, and I think that that's cool, too, just to finish on, on what you're talking about, kind of the head nod, things like that. It, if you do go out somewhere, because we just had Fourth of July, right? And a lot of times you go out to, now that we've opened back up, you go out to a park, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, picnicking with your kids. And if you're the male, you're typically the protector of the family, whatever. Right. Um, and you do, you're checking out your environment as it develops, you know, because yeah. the baseline's going to do this. Mm -hmm. Check in as this. Homeboy pulls up. You guys park to the right, kind of check each other. Look, yeah, the head nod, and you kind of sense like, "Hey, shit pops yeah. up, man!" Like, yeah, we're we're good yeah. to go. Are you are you are you good or are you an enemy? One of the two. Yeah, yeah, yep. Good uh -huh. call. Yeah. Uh, so and there's there's so much to this. Great books. Um, again, those shows. Lie to me. Great show. It's entertaining, and the shit that he's using is real. Mo yeah. Majority of it, eighty-five to ninety percent of what he's using is real, and he's explaining it right nice. off the bat. Pilot episode, opening scene, dopest shit. Nice. I mean, it's awesome. You maybe, know? maybe you can just get it and then just put it up, and then that way we can kind of get an idea of where it's at. Like, just take a screenshot of it or something, so people know what to look for. I, I was about to give you some shit right there, but I won't. Oh, why don't you just do all the work for us? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll, I'll try to do that. Um, Not everybody takes notes like you. Yeah, I, dude, I have so many notebooks going on. And we didn't even have time to get to um to, to the mental aspect of stuff. But, man, I'm so glad that, that Tim introduced us. Uh, I really appreciate you taking your time to, to join me again tonight. Um, I, I do, man. And I love your videos when you get on there. And I just love your demeanor. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's a no bullshit. You know what I mean? Like you said, kind of we're older. I'm not, I don't consider myself over 40. I am 40. I'm not at <laughs> point yet. But Denial, man, like, a river in Egypt anymore, huh? <laughs> you go through life, man, you experience things, you know, you get broken, you rebuild, perspectives change, priorities change, yeah. um, and the world becomes a different place, you know? And um, it's kind of going all the way back to kind of what you said is, man, man, like, why shouldn't I be doing good? I live in the best country in the world. 
I woke up alive. You know, yeah. I still got my freedom, not to rabbit hole that. But, you know, and, and you're a worldly person. You've been around the world. Yeah. I've been around the world. Um, and there's nothing wrong with people that have not left the country, that have not left the state, that have not left your Right on. Right. Nothing so at all wrong with that. guys telling you that have been around the world that this is the facts, yes. then fucking if you haven't traveled, then listen. Yes. I mean, I've never appreciated a toilet, man, until I went to Tijuana on a missionary trip with my church in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or in, in Europe. Yeah. You go to a club in Italy and you're shitting in a hole. Yeah, in the yeah. Ground. You know what yeah. I mean? And those yeah. are still just nicer places where you're not even, I'm not talking yeah. in a military aspect. Nope. You know, nope. but then there's other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never been more thankful for a stoplight, man, with yeah. directed streets and stop signs and telling yeah. you to win and go and it's organized. You know, yeah. you appreciate that shit when you've been in other places that it's just anarchy and chaos. Yeah. You know, you may be passed by a bongo truck and then a, a car that's been halved that's being pulled by a donkey, donkey. and a cart yeah. and a moped. So we have it really good. You can go to the fucking supermarket and buy anything you want. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so just options galore. Yeah. And that's just to kind of help that that's what helps me put things in perspective. When I get a pity party for myself or I get butt hurt over something that's really not a big deal, um, right. you know, I think about those things. Yeah. The fact that we've had electricity this entire time. Yeah. How often would you ever think about that until you're in an environment where it's that's normal for them to have electricity four to eight hours a day? Yep. And then it's yep. out. And then if you can't afford gasoline to run your generator, yep. you're, you're fucked. You're fucked yep. until tomorrow at ten when it, at, if it comes back on. At best, yeah. 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 You don't. Yep. You know. So again, I do. I do not mean to preach. I really don't. But like you said, man. <sighs> We have it so good. We do. And we that's really why. And, and just a little appreciation of how good you have it. It goes a long way. Yeah, I see that, Chuck. Very funny AC that works. I have an, I have an AC unit that I have to turn off for this because it's too loud. It's, yeah. probably, it's probably 87 in here right now. Um, but it helps me. I need, to, I need to burn some of this fat off anyway. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it is great. Remember those things when, when you're getting – Wrapped around something that's really not a big deal. Yeah. So let it go. Don't respond quickly in anger. You know what I mean? Wait a minute. Don't make promises when you're happy. I forget the the meme that I've seen, but it's like, don't respond when you're angry. Angry and don't make promises when you're uh, when you're happy. When you're happy. And there's one more. I forget what it is. I don't remember what it is. But, yeah, man. So, Marcus, thanks, dude. I love seeing, seeing you. A lot of times it, it helps me. And I've, I've shared – a lot of your uh, messages with a lot of people, um, especially the one that I'll never forget is like, hey, show appreciation to people yeah. that you care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah. it takes two seconds. Fuck, yeah. It's like, hey, no. man, I appreciate you. That's it. Yep. That's, That's all. It. Nothing else. And in a way that only you can do it to your friends, whatever that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It means more right. than you think. It, your impact, you have a bigger impact. I don't mean you specifically, but you have a great okay. impact on people. But, but, but us as individuals, yeah. you, everybody that's seen this, you have a bigger impact on people than, than you realize. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what, yeah. what impact is that going to be? Is that a, a positive, you know, influence, positive mark, or is it a brute? Yeah. And if it's a negative one, then just keep it to yourself. Because personally, I got no time for it. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and get out of my face. Yeah.
Life's too short. And I don't like to cuss anymore, and, and so I, I uh, said that for emphasis. So. <laughs> it's okay. I cussed enough for you, brother. It's okay. Don't worry yeah, about buddy. it. Hey, thanks, everybody, for joining. Um, I hope I didn't miss any classes. Uh, or classes. Any questions, I mean? Um, there's so much to this. Um, uh, Marcus is a sexy beast. Uh, oh, and down the barrel. Um, he asked the question because he said I look like a mob boss. I appreciate it, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, active duty army. Um, I just, I just decided to up my suit game and, uh, you did a good job. You look sexy as all I appreciate it. When you got it, you got to flaunt it, man. It's, well, it's a true story. It's a true story. <laughs> At least look the part. Well, fake it till you make it, right? That's right. Um, but I think that's everything, man. We, we've been yeah. going on an hour and a half. Marcus, thank you so much, man. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, do something else in the future, I'm sure. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Yeah, this will be on my IG page. I'll tag you if you want to throw it up in yeah. the story. Um, yeah. And then I'll put those books up. And Joe Navarro's on here, too. He's great to follow. Awesome. Good. Good stuff. I love you, brother. Thanks. Talk to you. See you, brother. Bye.